0: 2024CFF I can't wait to see you there.
1: Welcome to Biz Help for You with host Candy Messer. Entrepreneurs like to focus on the big picture, like profitability, success, and a smooth running organization it always seems to be those little things like taxes, employee compensation, laws, regulations, and more. Now you can get the answers you need in one place. Join us today as we break it all down for you. Now, here's your host, Candy Messer. Hello and
0: welcome to BizHelp for you with Candy Messer. Thank you for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed the information on last week's show, All You Need to Know About Medicare But We're Afraid to Ask, However, I still had more questions, so today is part two. If you are unable to join us and would like to listen to part one, be sure to find it on our Facebook or YouTube pages, and you can also find it on your favorite podcast platform. If you'd like to receive notifications on when our podcasts have been uploaded, please like or subscribe. If there are topics you'd find beneficial or questions you have, please feel free to reach out to me at media at abnp.com. Now, if you didn't hear the bio from the last one, I'm going to go ahead and read some information just to give you a little more detail on the guest today. Debbie Hoffman's an independent insurance broker and the founder CEO of HIR Insurance Agency. HIR specializes in Medicare insurance, individual family health plans, and employer growth health plans. As a former financial advisor, she saw a need in the insurance industry to have a company that was heart-centered and would go above and beyond the normal insurance agent duties by educating, advocating, and exceeding her client expectations. Located in the Los Angeles area, HIR has grown to four insurance agents and six back-off angels, all with the same traits in common, big hearts and an ethical business acumen. Debbie has one daughter and two granddaughters and prides herself on being a Cajun girl from New Orleans and all that that entails. So Debbie, welcome back to the show.
1: Thank you. It's so good to be back.
0: I'm glad that we're continuing this discussion. There was so much information that we covered last time. We didn't have enough time in the podcast, and I had many more questions. So I'm eager to get into part two of our discussion.
1: I am ready. I'm just bring them on. Perfect. I hope we
0: have enough time for all the questions I still have. (laughs) But uh, if not, again, we will definitely make sure people can connect with you later because I'm sure there'll still be some more questions that they may have. Um, But when we were talking about the plans, there were just all these different plans and supplements and Medigap and Medicare. And if someone's trying to do research on their own, even just to get information, where can they even find credible information on the web?
1: Well, there's a lot of great information candy out there. There is a ton. Um, I actually think the government did a really good job with Medicare.gov. Now, Mm -hmm. remember, there's always somebody trying to get your information. So if you go to Mm Medicare.com, that's a company that, you know, is probably an insurance brokerage firm like mine. Um, We don't do that, by the way. And so Medicare.gov has a lot of good information. Uh, What we tried to do with our website was... You know, there's a lot of basic things out there, but mm-hmm. we wanted to put down the gotchas, you know, like, oh, if I don't do this, what's going mm-hmm. to happen and how do I fix it? So right. when you go to our website and you go to offerings, Medicare, uh, find the Medicare tabs, all of those um, are listed kind of like frequently asked questions. You know, okay, I'm turning perfect. 65. What do I do? Um, And then it's going to have that Medicare black hole that we talked about, that chart, you know, when Mm -hmm. you're turning 65, Um, you know, there's a lot of stuff. What's the donut hole? What is, uh, what happens if I make more money? Um, You know, so you can find a lot lot of good information. You can do a lot of research. To me though, it's like, do a little bit if you want to make yourself feel comfortable and just call us, we can make it so easy. We've, we've been there, we've done that. So it doesn't make any sense for you to do two weeks worth of sitting there looking at your computer screen right. and getting all kind of paraphernalia, you know, when I can make it that easy in like 20 seconds. Mm-hmm.
0: And I even have some of those questions you just mentioned that I'll be asking you today too. So people Ooh. listening in will be able to get some of those answers. So that's great. I <laughs> it. So, but I wanted to find out too, first, what are some of the pitfalls that people need to avoid to make sure they don't get themselves kind of into some problems?
1: Well, one of them is not applying for Part A. Well, A, it doesn't matter because A is no charge. You know, we've been mm-hmm. paying through your, your payroll records. If you know mm-hmm. payroll, uh, your pay FICA and it's Social Security and Medicare. And right. so yeah. we've been paying for Part A. Medicare was put into place so that when we went to the hospital, we weren't put in the poorhouse, basically. We, mm-hmm. weren't, we, we didn't have to go bankrupt if we went into the hospital. Part B was added later. That's for the doctors and outpatient, if you remember our four and three. And right. that is where you have to pay a premium for it. And so mm-hmm. if you don't get in, you think about it like, you know, if they, it's as close to a nationalized health plan as we can get right now, as Medicare is, because if you don't have everybody getting in the pool, the rates would be too expensive then. If you mm-hmm. only got in it, when you had something happen, the rates would go up, right? right? So, and that's what they tried with Obamacare, just didn't go far enough. But mm, okay. with Medicare, if you don't get your Part B when you're supposed to, there is a 10% per year penalty. Now, one oh, wow. of my friends had a friend and he came to me about two years ago and I'm like, oh my God, you don't have your Part B in place. He's al- It was already two years past. You need a call. There's another open enrollment. Remember, we talked about the different Mm -hmm. open enrollments. There's another one if you don't have your Part B in place. So you can only get in if you don't get in in your initial time or you don't have a special circumstance. You can only get in January 1st through March 31st, but the Part B won't start till July. So again, we were after him, calling him, making sure because we put ticklers on our system to make sure people don't fall through the cracks. Right. Right. We're calling. He still doesn't go over there and get part B. So then when he finally says, okay, I'm going to do it. It's five years later than when he was supposed to 10% a year, Mm. 50% penalty for the rest of his life. Mm. Doesn't go away. And he's penalized for part D. Remember D for drugs? Mm -hmm. Part D he's penalized on that too because he didn't get a Part D plan. So that is Medicare's way of saying, we need you in the plan while you're healthy. You can't just get in the plan when you're sick. Mm -hmm. And that's the way we're going to recover it. If if so. So you got to get in there. That's one of them. Um, Another pitfall is the, that initial enrollment period. If you're in the last three months of that seven month window, trying to get into Medicare, there's only certain months it will be effective if you apply in those last three months. So Mm -hmm. if you don't have an employer group plan, you want to do that at least in the first three months before your birthday, Mm free. Because after that, we've had people call us and go, oh, my employer group plan's ending in April. And I turned 65 in in January. And I'm looking at the chart and I'm like, "Uh uh-oh, Mm. You can't get insurance now. You can't get oh, your wow. Medicare. Oh, no, my HR person told me I could. Well, we love our HR people. They really should not be giving Medicare advice, though. It's, it's kind of liability, if you think about it, from a business standpoint. Right. So they were telling this young lady, young lady, she's 65 or 66, telling her that, oh, yeah, you're going to get a special enrollment period. Doesn't matter. No, it does matter. So you have to be careful when you're in your initial enrollment period, when you're going to elect your Part B to start, because you may not be able to get it. That was one of the other pitfalls. And then one that it sounds like we're going to talk about is when you make more money than what the government says is standard. Mm -hmm. Right.
0: I do want to get to that question, too. But you've also talked about a couple of times in the last segment segment, we're just talking there about if there's a group plan. So if they are in their employer's group plan, because we know a lot of people that are turning 65 aren't retiring yet, they want to work longer. Do they have to do anything with being in that group plan when they're turning 65?
1: The very, that is such a good question. I am so, and I wish I could tell every employer group plan out there or somebody that has one, you have to know the first thing you have to know about this is how big is the company? Mm -hmm. Do they have 19 or under? Or do they have 20 or over? I don't know why they chose that number. It's kind of crazy. I know what the government's doing. They're trying to protect the small business owner because as you know, you have a lot of clients, I bet, that are small business owners, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm a small business owner. Employer group plans for employees can get extremely costly for the employer. Mm -hmm. You know, you might be paying $200, but the employer, if you're 60, 62, 63, 68, might be paying $1,500 to $2,000 a month wow. for that plan. So knowing 19 or under or 20 or over, and the reason that's important is 19 or under, you, the, the employer can actually discriminate. Mm. So let's say you have a 25-year-old and a 65-year-old. The employer can say the 25-year-old your insurance will be primary
0: Mm.
1: for the 65 year old though it's going to be secondary Mm. okay and most of the time that's the case so you need to get your part a and b in place you need it Mm. you must have it we had one one oh god it breaks my heart thinking about her liz that um it was a referral from one of my clients and she called uh, her husband had been in the industry the film industry And they went on to COBRA and she had cancer. She was going through some really heavy duty cancer treatments and she was under 65, but on Medicare, because remember, disabled under 65 can get Medicare. But when they got the letter and they said, oh, it's going to cost X amount of dollars, they were on COBRA through SAG and it was reasonable and she was going through treatment. They did not elect her part B. They elected her Mm -hmm. part A, but not her part B springboard 18 months ahead there's only there's only a window of time you can get into your part b when you leave an employer group plan you can't go more than 9 months think about giving birth you can't go more than 9 months you got to get your part b in place otherwise you got to wait until that open enrollment for part b and then it's not effective until july they went back by the way and they started getting bills they had $300,000 in wow. bills from part B because of chemo and radiation and all the surgeries she was having that should have been paid by the 80% of Medicare that she did not have in place. Hmm. Then wow. when she finally got it, obviously it was too late. They wouldn't go back. So That was a really, really sad story about how it could be affected again, a lot of rules that your, your listeners do not have to know all these rules, but they do have right. to know who to contact, you know, like, go exactly. to us, like who you go to call. Call a professional. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Call somebody so. that knows what they're doing mm-hmm. and can guide you. Now, if it's 20 or more employees. The, the that now we have ERISA rules that come into play with 20 or more employees, the employer cannot discriminate. Remember the 25-year-old and the right. 65-year-old, if you offer primary coverage to the 25-year-old, it has to be primary for the 65-year-old. Mm-hmm. So what we do is when somebody calls in, we'll evaluate what their plan is. You know, maybe they maybe the employer only has a high deductible plan offered and you can't get a good plan and you want a good plan, maybe you have medical needs. Or maybe it's costing you too much. They only have to pay 50%. You know, that's mm-hmm. the law is, is only 50%. Right. So it could be, and we've had it happen where they only have gold and platinum plans that cost tw- you know, $2,000 to $2,500 a month, right. and they can't afford that. It may make sense for them to go on to a Medicare plan. And by the mm-hmm. way, Ooh, from your standpoint, you might like this little tidbit of information candy so there is something new that came out about a year, might be my, maybe almost two years now. It's called an ICRA. I won't bore you with what it stands for. But basically, it's something that a small business can put into place that they can legally, because a lot of companies do this, but it's not legal. They can legally pay for the employee's Part B premiums, <laughs> their supplement premiums, and even their spouse's. Interesting. It's a really cool little. So it's like an HRA for small businesses. Very minimal on administration. So we utilize that sometimes in conjunction with a group plan for a small business because we might have a highly compensated employee that's paying. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about with the you know you make more you pay more, and so they may be paying four hundred dollars or four fifty towards their Part B premium for them and their spouse. And they're under they're under 19 employees are under. So how Mm -hmm. can the company help out that employee, that valuable, you know, administrator that they want to keep through an ICRA? Hmm. Oh,
0: that's interesting to hear. So you were just talking though, too, about those that have higher income. So I would love to know like what happens when they're making more. How does that affect the cost that they have to pay then for Medicare? Oh my goodness. It's
1: it's one of the little known subjects of Medicare. You don't hear many com- people complain because obviously if they've made more money, you know, they're like, Oh, I'm going to complain that I'm paying $400 a month instead of 150, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> like I don't think I want to complain about that, but it's, um, it's where the government goes to raise more money. So when mm-hmm. they were raising money for the affordable care act, they severely increased the Medicare premiums for people that made money. That's how they were mm. paying for some of it. Whenever they want to go in for more money, more programs, they're going to raise that. So mm. it's called IRMA. It's the income-related medical adjustment amount. And we have a little saying in our office It says, nobody wants to date IRMA. Poor IRMA. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> because 51 cents, you're in the tax business, 51 cents. What happens if somebody, you know, their their adjusted gross income or their modified adjusted gross income is 51 cents? It goes to the next number, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It goes up. Well, yeah. in Medicare, they're looking back at something called the MAGI. You're not going to find that anywhere. You can scour your 1040. You're not going to find it on there. You got to call your tax pro. To find out what your MAGI is. And that's what Medicare and Social Security is looking at every year. And they look back two years. Mm. So, what we do with a lot of our CPAs and tax pros is we have a, we look through their book of business, not at open enrollment time, of course, but we look at their book of business. We call it a review at 62. Mm. We look at all their clients that are 62. And we're going, okay, if they're going to need to go on Medicare at 63, I mean, at 65, Medicare is going to be looking back at 63s. Mm-hmm. So okay. if we want to do any conversions, IRA conversions to Roths, if we want to sell any rental property. If we want to take any stock options from the company and, and convert those and, and sell those, do it at 62. Mm-hmm. Because once 63 happens now Medicare is going to be looking at it. And when you make more, you pay more. So how much do you mm-hmm. pay? Well, it depends on how much you make.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So the AGI, you can find on your, they keep changing it, but I think it's line 11 now on the 10th. I mean, tax year. returns it's like, change. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to know. Exactly. I think it's line 11 now. It used to be 37. Then it went to seven. Now I think it's 11, but look for adjusted gross income. Then you add back in things. The two most Mm -hmm. common things you add back to find out you're modified is tax-exempt interest and untaxed Social Security because a lot of people don't realize that their Social Security is not 100% taxable. So Mm -hmm. there is a little bit that's not taxable. We have to add that back in. Whatever that number is, and then it depends on how you file your taxes. Single, Mm -hmm. joint, or if you married but filing separately. So it depends on how you file your taxes. And, and if anybody wants to look at the chart, we update it every year. They haven't come out with a new one yet, but it should be coming out shortly. They can just go mm-hmm. to our website, which is wwwgo look for Medicare. There's a little button that says, if you make more, you pay more. And you can mm-hmm. actually download the PDFs of okay. what you're going to pay. So basically as a single person, if you're making less than around 77, 80,000 they change it every year. But around seventy-seven to eighty thousand, then you're in the standard. Your MAGI is lower. You're one forty-eight fifty this year. Next year, we're thinking one sixty. You know, it always goes up. Right. If you though move, if you're fifty-one cents and you have one dollar, this is why it's so important for tax professionals to work with us. They're one dollar off. more. Hmm. I mean, they could have maybe put another dollar in their 401k or their IRA, right? They're $1 over. They're going to be in the next category. Mm -hmm. It goes incrementally up and increases to around $400 $400 a month from $150. Big difference every month. Mm -hmm. Now that can be reconsidered. So perfect example got clients in southern california that are selling their houses right now right and some of right. them are on the beach they're selling them for 3 or 4 million they might have paid 50,000 for them mm. a right.
0: long time ago yes
1: long time ago long time ago and so you know they're they're going to be paying some capital gains it happens all the time right. So that for that year, you're going to probably be stuck paying the higher amount. So put some money on the side when you sell that wonderful beach home and pay your part B and D. So it increases part B and D your drug plan uh-huh. when you okay. make more money, um, how sales do it. We've come across. Uh, it was so cute. People, uh people like. Well, I don't make that much money. My taxes only show twenty five thousand. It's what I get in Social Security. I said, okay. Well, that's great if you can live on it. I don't know how you're doing it in Southern California, but it's right. cool. Uh, but uh, you got any other money out there someplace? And, oh yeah, well I get tax exempt interest because they've had family members pass away and leave them tax tax exempt muni bonds, right? And I'm like, how much is that? Oh. 3 It'll be how 300,000 this year. <laughs> I'm like, well, there you have it. Because ah. your MAGI, you got to add that back in. So she right. went to thinking she was going to pay 150, or 148.50 to now paying over 400 for her part mm-hmm. because of the tax exempt interest. Again, right. nobody's really complaining about it because if you have the money, then of course, hopefully they will want to share with others that don't and need it. Um, right. But that's how Irma works. Now, It can be reconsidered every year. There's a form. We can get it to you. Um, We've had people pass away, like, you know, a spouse that was the big income earner that has passed away. Now they don't have that huge income any longer. And so Mm -hmm. that opens up a window to have it um, have your your part B and D reconsidered. The other one would be if you retire. You know your income right. you might have been making a hundred thousand, and now your income's going to be around sixty because you don't have to pay all those other things that you were paying, and you're not going to take money out of your 401k maybe and just living on okay. you know certain things. That's another opens up a window where we can get reconsidered in the middle of the year. so it can be reconsidered, but it all depends on what happened and why you got into Irma anyway.
0: right. Right. So there's a certain window. So if they, you know, the first part of the year they had that income and then they know it's going to change. And during that specific time where they can kind of review it, otherwise they're stuck for the year until they can adjust it.
1: Yeah. Most of the time.
0: Exactly.
1: So most of the time, the people that sell homes or have a big capital gain, you're stuck with it for the year until you file your Mm -hmm. taxes again. So I would say run, don't walk to get your taxes done the next Mm -hmm. time because they don't reconsider it until they get the taxes in the proof. But if you leave an employer group, you know, you're retiring or somebody passed away and your income is dramatically reduced, you can do that any time of the year and they'll Mm -hmm. reconsider it for the next year. Okay. Or for that time. Yeah. It takes them a couple couple months, sometimes two or three months. So you want to get it done as soon as possible. Right. Okay.
0: So I know in the last episode, you hinted at this. And then at the beginning, we were talking about questions uh, that you answer on your website. You mentioned the donut hole. So what is a donut hole with Medicare?
1: How can they take something so good and make it so bad? Oh, (laughs) it just like makes my head explode sometimes. So, um, I'm going to try not to let your listeners' heads explode explode when we talk about this. So basically with Part D plans, D for drugs, uh, when they implemented that before, I think it was 2008 or 2010, when G-Dub, President Bush, actually got, before he got Part D plans in place, most Medicare plans didn't cover drugs at all. Hmm. Most people don't know about that. Some Medigap supplement plans had it built in, but most, they didn't have it. They just paid cash for drugs and it was kind of reasonable. But then, you know, pharmaceutical, they started getting really expensive. Um, So then Part D plans were born. And the only way that apparently it could get through, I wish it was a fly on the wall back then, but the only way they really could get the Part D plans to go through was if they said, hey, we're going to let the end user, the Medicare beneficiary, have some skin in the game Mm. so the government won't be shouldering all the costs. So that's how it started. But basically now, if you're in a Part D plan and, you know, there's what the insurance company pays, there's what you pay. So your copay might be $40 for Eliquis, but it's a $500 a month drug.
0: So the uh-huh. insurance
1: companies okay. pay in the rest of that, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So we add those two together, the total retail, basically. When that figure hits and the government changes it ever, it's a target, they change every year, around 4000 this year. Mm-hmm. It puts you into this, they call it the gover- coverage gap, but think about eating a donut. You're eating it, you're paying your co-pays, you're paying your deductibles, boom, 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 and you get to the middle, the donut mm-hmm. hole. That means that you now don't have a copay anymore. That $40 goes away. You're paying a percentage of the medication. And now it has whittled its way down to 25%. Mm-hmm. So that eloquence that might be 500. You're paying 125 for something you paid 40 for. Now, 125 for a lot of people is not bad, right? Mm-hmm. But you know, if you're on a fixed income, it's bad. It can, you. it's sometimes they just don't take their medication. I talked to a, literally we're in annual enrollment period right now as we're recording this. And one of our clients came to me and her medication is going to cost $2,800 a month. Wow. Her cost. Obviously she's going to get into the donut hole and then get out of the donut hole and into something we call catastrophic, probably in two months if she had Uh. to pay that because the medication is so expensive. Um, So the the way it works, you're chomping at the donut, you're paying your deductibles, your co-pays, you hit the donut hole, you're paying your 25%, whatever that is. Now, when do you get to catastrophic where it's cheaper again on the other side of the donut? That's a whole nother formula that again would make your head explode. So we have figured out that, your cost, what you're going to pay, when it gets to about twenty-eight to thirty-two hundred, that's usually when catastrophic will kick in,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then you start paying really low premium uh, co-pays again, very, very low okay. for your meds. And one major med can push all of your meds up into that donut mm-hmm. hole too. So it's not just you know a lot of plans will charge you a zero or a dollar for your atorvastatin or your lisinopril or your losartan right? The very low cost, generic drugs. But once you're in the donut hole, you have to pay 25% of the cost of that. So now you may be paying more on those in addition to the very expensive meds. Mm-hmm. So um, what we do, we, we, especially our clients that are on fixed incomes, we really work. We have our angels, our back office angels are a ma- higher well, by the way, <laughs> higher well, they all are much more educated than I am. And um, we help people navigate what to do in that situation. There are a lot of people know about um, a plan called a discount program called GoodRx. By the way, GoodRx, y'all need to kick me down some cash. I send a lot of people to you guys, a whole (laughs) lot of people. They need to give me a little referral code. But um, GoodRx is a really good one for the middle of the road medications. And so Mm -hmm. you just have to do a little homework. You have to call around to the pharmacies that say, Hey, will you accept it? If I get this good RX coupon. And, you know, like my mom wouldn't know what to do with a smart, she's got a smartphone, but she has no idea how to work it. And she Mm -hmm. wouldn't be able to download an app. So if you have an older person that, you know, help them out because they may not know that they could download that and look at the med and then show their pharmacist. Hey, look, I can Mm -hmm. get it instead of paying $40. I can get it for 10. Can I use this? Um, We also with very expensive medications, we work with specialty pharmacies that we have found through clients and they know all the programs they're associated with nonprofit agencies that help people with medications they're associated with um, all the manufacturers. They know all the programs. One of my clients um, has to go on Zorelto, I found out the other day. And all I did was I texted our associate over in the specialty pharmacy we work with and said, do y'all work with Zorelto? And uh, I'm sorry, that one, El- Elm- Elmiron, Elmiron mm. it, or um, bladder and UTI type stuff. Elmiron was the drug. And it was $2,800. And he said, How about a free program from the manufacturer? Oh, nice. Now, the client I was talking to was on vacation up in Washington. And I, you know, we call, we do reviews for our clients every year, by the way. Most agents don't. Most agents don't even work with Part D plans because we don't get compensated a lot on it. And it's a lot of work. We do. Mm. We do. That is something that that's a service. It's it's kind of like our mission. It's our give, it's it's our give back to the population that we're gonna check your part D plans. And she was on vacation and I called her. I said, Hey, it's that time of year. She goes, I don't want to talk to you right now. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, why? She said, Because I'm on vacation and I don't want to think about that part D plan and that drug that's gonna cost me so much money. I don't want to think about it. I want to have a good time. And I'm like, Oh, gosh. So I hurry up and I, I texted our contact at the specialty pharmacy and I, and he, brought, he replied right away and said, how about free? And so I said, well, how about if it's free? Is that could, her whole demeanor changed? <laughs> I mean, it was like night and day. I said, look, i not going to talk about it while you're on vacation, but I want you to know and give you. I mean, our goal is to give our clients as much peace of mind as we can. We want right. them to be able to put their head on the pillow at night and sleep well. And so I said, I just want to let you know, it's going to be a free program. Um, it's not hundred percent sure you got to call them. I can't do that for you. You are you're going to have to call them and give them right. your medical information and stuff. And, um, but it's, he said, there's a free program that you can get. So we have just from necessity, you know, from our clients that are calling us, we've got all these experiences that we have. We all work as a team to make it easy for everybody to navigate to make it Uh easy for them every year to figure out what plan is the better one for them for next year. And then we do it for them. And oh yeah, you know, we do get paid a little bit of commission. So we do Uh get a little stipend for commission and for all those uh, young people that are looking for careers. It's an amazing career and it's residual income. As long as I keep you happy candy with your plan, (laughs) I get that little commission every, every month or every year. So it's a wonderful thing we can do we get compensated we don't charge any extra we just don't feel it's necessary we're okay with whatever the commission is if we place you in a plan so Mm -hmm. the donut hole is there but know that if you hit it or all of a sudden if you go to the the pharmacy and your med was forty dollars and now it's three hundred you hit it that's probably what happened so Mm -hmm. Literally, you can get on the phone while you're in the pharmacy, call your call your company, your part D company. Say, Am I in the donut hole now? Mm-hmm. Tell the pharmacy, hold on to that med and call Debbie. Right. Perfect. That's so I know that. in the
0: episode one that we recorded earlier, you were talking about the medical advantage plans as well. And we haven't talked any more about that, but I do have a question regarding that. So oh. if someone makes a mistake. In choosing that Medicare Advantage plan during open enrollment, are they stuck with it for the whole year?
1: Um, they used to be. They used to be. Uh, however, the government did something, and they don't advertise it. And I don't know why they won't let us. They won't like. They will not let us advertise this. We cannot mm-hmm. advertise it. So I can't send it out on Facebook. I can't send it out on IG. I can't send it out anywhere. But But basically, I'm going to tell you on your podcast, (laughs) I'm not advertising. I'm educating. Right. There you go. Yeah. So it's called the Medicare Advantage Open Enrollment Period. And, you know, we get a lot of people that in January or February, um, they call us because they and I'm pointing at my I'm at my friend's house right now, her beautiful home. Mm -hmm. And I'm pointing at the TV because Broadway Joe, And Joe Montana and JJ Walker are now advertising these advantage plans. And so a lot of seniors are calling them. Oh, that sounds so great. Mm -hmm. These people that are on the phone are not checking their meds. Mm -hmm. They're not checking their doctors to see if they're in network. They're not checking to see if the durable medical equipment company that, you know, Joe's getting um, oxygen from is in network. They're not checking those. Mm-hmm. They are a bunch of agents at their homes or in a room that are selling one or two or three plans. It
0: mm-hmm.
1: might be independent. They might have all of them like we do. But most of the time, what we're finding is usually it's one plan. hmm And so then we get the call in January, February. Hopefully we get the call in January, February, or March, because that's when that Medicare Advantage open enrollment period is, goes from January 1st to March 31st. And we're like, oh my God, you're in a plan. Your doctor can't see their doctor, can't get their oxygen. The medication's too expensive. We can change them one time, but it won't be effective until the beginning of the next month. Hmm. So if we do it in March, it won't be effective until April. After that, there's not a way to change unless you uh-huh. moved. Maybe if you moved out of the service area, uh-huh. you know, to a different county, that would prompt a change with Medicare, and you can okay. change it then. But um, that that January through March has become golden. Uh, we came across though a couple of people that. They didn't think there was anything they could do and they stayed in it all year long oh, without wow. seeing their doctor and had to um, start with a new doctor. Didn't like them, didn't like the medical group, didn't like the specialist, but didn't know they could change. And they stayed in mm. it all year long. And it broke my heart because it was a family friend, you know, it was, a, it was a family friend. It was her father that one of them. Mm. Happened to. So. You know, while the 1-800 numbers are great and they're, they're shedding light on Medicare Advantage plans and how they can help a lot of seniors, um, I really think you need to go, people need to just go to somebody that can really dive into the weeds and peek behind the curtains right. of all these plans to find out if it's the right one for mom, dad, or your aunt, your uncle. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. It's always important to talk to a professional.
1: I think so. I mean, a lot of people try to do this on their own and they've Mm -hmm. done an okay job in a lot of, a lot of ways. But then when I start bringing up a lot of other things, they're like, well, I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. (laughs) So So, uh, another
0: question I have is how can listeners apply for the Medicare if the social security offices are
1: closed? that was, boy, what a shocker two years ago when my clients started calling and going, well, I'm leaving an employer group plan. And normally you take these two pieces of paper over to social security. They give you a receipt for it. And then, you know, three weeks later, you got your card. Right. They're not there. Well, they are there now, but they're still Mm -hmm. not seeing anybody, which is kind of weird because everybody else is open. I don't know why they're still not seeing people, but. There is a way to do it. So, and this is really important for people that are coming off of an employer group plan. Because of those two forms, you need two forms. And this is for people over 65. Mm -hmm. And so they, I, I want you to call, number one, call your local social security office. We have one in Torrance right here. And normally there's a local number. If they're really busy though, it'll bleed over into, you might get Virginia. But they can look up the local fax number. That's what we want. We want the local fax Mm -hmm. number. And then with the two forms I send to your listeners, uh, they're going to take that with a cover page. Now, on the cover page, they are going to take a Sharpie and write, urgent, priority, SEP, special Mm -hmm. enrollment period, SEP, need part B, effective, boom. A date in the future. No more than two or three months, though, because if they get it too early, they're going to make your part B too early. You'll be paying unnecessarily. So let's say I want this to be effective February 1st. So, need part B effective February 1st. Put some hearts, some flowers, some butterflies. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Really dark, really big. All right. So, they're going to send that. You're going to fax it over. Another important factor, keep the facts confirmation. Mm-hmm. Make sure that three pages went through. Or if you're a spouse, you're gonna have five right. pages, right? right? Because notorious, we've come across it where I'm like, did you get your part B yet? No, we hadn't got yet. They call to follow up. Oh, we only got two pages. They don't let you know. Sometimes they don't, mm-hmm. they might, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't take, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trust that they're gonna let you know that only one or two pages got through. So make sure three pages, keep that in a folder. So have a new Medicare folder. Keep that in your folder. Now, first, this is another very important. First follow-up, one week after you fax it, you have to call them at that same number to make sure that they got it Hmm. because they do log them in. Another important follow-up, three weeks after you send it, If you don't see a piece of paper that comes in the mail that says you're going to have your part B effective on February 1st or whenever it was, call them again. That is really, really important. If they still don't have it in there, you got to, you just got to stay on them. Uh And if it gets down to the wire, we have a client that we just finished into the month. That's another busy time for us because we had somebody that was, trying to get her part B effective date for November 1st. She sent it in September 24th. She did not, she didn't listen to me. I told her to call three, you know, one week, then three Right. Did not do that. So here we were, October 31st, Halloween, and we still don't know if her part B is effective. Mm -hmm. So don't be afraid to ask for a supervisor if they don't get it effective. One of our clients, the reason they weren't getting it effective when it was supposed to be is because she was on her spouse's survivorship benefit with social security. And the person that was working on it was just confused. Mm -hmm. They didn't know what to do with the Medicare when that situation was I'm like that has got to happen all the time. I mean, it can't be a unique situation that you have a spouse that passed away. So Mm -hmm. um, don't be afraid to bring it up the ladder. You do not want to wait until the end of the month. And this is the reason. So let's, in this lady's case, I could not place her. She wanted a Part D plan. I couldn't place it because it's not in place. And Medicare plans, the Part C and D, only go forward to the next effective date. So in this case, it would have to be December 1st. I could enter that application in It would sit there and I did. It would sit there for about three days at the carrier because what they do is they go to CMS, the the Center for Medicare and Medicaid Services, to verify your Medicare. And then it comes back to them and they're going to go, oh, she doesn't have Part B. You can't have it. So um, and actually, that's another little misnomer. But you can get Part D with only Part A. A lot of people don't know that you can get part D with only part a, this was a Medicare advantage plan. I'm sorry. You had to have part B in place. You can't just do it with one or the other. So in her case, she could not get her plan. She may not be able to get it. I sent it. If they don't, she was supposed to call them yesterday. If they don't get on the stick and get it put in place right now, she's going to have to wait another month for a plan. Mm. So she'll have maybe her A and, and Medicare always says, social security always says, well, we'll backdate it for you. You know, if we don't get it done until November 15th, we'll backdate it to November 1st, but we can't backdate the plan. Mm-hmm. It only right. goes forward. Makes sense. yeah
0: Well, once again, this has been lots of great information. Thank you so much for recording part two with me. So we could really educate those who are listening, who, are, who find this overwhelming and confusing. So I would love for you to share again, what your offer was that you had wanted to have for the listeners.
1: Absolutely. Well, they can call in, we will give them a complimentary consultation. We'll ask you the the questions that everybody should be asking you, you know, what are your meds? What are the dosages? How many today per day? Um, Who are your doctors? And all of those things that really, you know, what procedures are coming up? Do you have anything? Mm -hmm. Um, and we find that out. Our back office angels are absolutely amazing when they do intakes. And then our agents, we have four of us now, um, and our agents will then look and see what you're on. And if you're on the right thing, we're going to let you know it's the right thing. Just stay where you are. If there's something that looks a little bit better, we're going to let you know that too. We can place the applications. Everything's electronic nowadays. Thank you, Medicare. Uh, it never (laughs) used to be. We used to have to go meet with everybody. So now we can do everything electronically. We're licensed in 17 states. Um, and so it's totally no charge. There's really no reason not to. Mm-hmm. There really is no reason not to. If you want to make sure that you're in the right plan for next year.
0: Okay. And if someone wants to reach out to you, how can they connect with you?
1: Oh, easy, greasy. So if they go to www.go, the number two, com. So go to hir.com hoffman insurance resources i didn't think anybody wanted to type that out thank, right. <laughs> thank you um and we've got our phone number we do text to that number too so if there's a quick question we can maybe text it back we do text to that one and okay. uh we're on linkedin we're on facebook we're on um uh, Instagram, Twitter. So search for Hoffman insurance resources. My name, Debbie Hoffman on LinkedIn, obviously. Um, and we're everywhere. We try to put out really pertinent information. So like, or subscribe or whatever you do to those things, go right. so good at them, but, you know, <laughs> like, or subscribe because we don't try to spam you with a lot of, uh, crud, We try Mm -hmm. to put out information that you need to know about. Like, you know, we're in an annual enrollment period right now. So gosh, you got to get to this. And every insurance agent that is worth anything is going to be a mad banshee from December 1st through December 7th. We're already crazy busy. So don't wait till the last minute to call a good independent insurance broker. And again, we're licensed in California and I think 17 states now. So it's updated on the website. Um, and, and then just calling us 323-455-4961. It's an easy phone call. Um, this time of year takes us a couple of days to get back, even though we have six people working phones, um, right. you know, but we would we would be happy to review you or your parents plan. Or if you're leaving an employer group, we want to make sure you have the right information. That's what it comes right. down to. Exactly.
0: Perfect. Well, thank you again for being a guest on my show. I'm glad we were able to again, do a part two to really explain more in detail about Medicare. Um, So thanks for sharing your expertise.
1: Love you, girl. You're welcome. (laughs)
0: I do want to thank you, the listener as well, for tuning in. I hope you found these two episodes informative for you to answer those questions that you had about Medicare, but maybe you were afraid to ask. If you have any additional questions or comments, be sure to reach out to Debbie at any of the contact information that she shared with you, or you can send us a message at media at a b And would you please share show information with those you know? I'd really appreciate your support. I hope you can join us for next week's topic how to raise funding for startups. And please remember, you can connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And my website is abandp.com. And you can find the podcast posted on multiple favorite podcast platforms, including Google, TuneIn, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Until next time, have a great week.
1: Thank you for listening to Biz Help For You. Please join your host, Candy Messer, again next Tuesday. Have a terrific week.